What's going on, Vikings fans? Welcome in the Vikings Now by Chat Sports. My name is Patrick Seatman, and we have a loaded show for you guys today. We're going to be first diving into the Vikings and Eagles injury reports as the Thursday night football game is only a couple days away. Then we're also going to be diving into a full-blown Vikings-Eagles Thursday night football preview. I'm going to bring it on Chipper, who is a diehard Eagles fan. He watched the full game last week against the New England Patriots, so he's going to be giving you guys the full rundown on that game. Then we'll be looking at how the Vikings can potentially beat this Philadelphia Eagles team. But before we dive into it, it's personal here at Chat Sports. It's the Eagles. There's something about the Eagles and the Saints. These outer division kind of rival opponents the Vikings have Listen, we're in a sub battle with them this week. They picked up 45 subs yesterday. We picked up 37. So shout out to all you guys who have hit that subscribe button. But listen, I want to beat them. I want to beat them on the field and off the field. So if this is your first time coming across our channel, lock us in. Hit that subscribe button. You won't regret it one bit. Hey, we're also going to be live for the Thursday night matchup 45 minutes before kickoff. So subscribe, turn on those notifications, and let's beat Eagles now. Let's dive into the Eagles injury report here as some pretty big names actually popped up. They got three dudes dealing with a rib injury. Reed Blankenship, Fletcher Cox, and Kenneth Gainwell are the three dudes dealing with the ribs. Uh, but the biggest news uh, on the in Eagles injury report, James Bradbury. He had uh, suffered a concussion versus the New England Patriots, and he is their cornerback too, next to uh, obviously Darius Slay, and this would be a huge loss for the Eagles secondary. James Bradbury, he had a great game against the Vikings last season on that Monday night football game where Kirk ended up throwing three interceptions, so he's most likely going to not play. Still waiting on updates around Fletcher Cox, N'Kobe Dean, and Kenneth Gainwell as well. So the Eagles, they got some big names on their injury report, but the Vikings do as well, and the biggest concern here. I don't expect Garrett Bradbury to go dealing with his back injury. Um, you know, short week going against that Eagles defensive line. So I do expect uh, Austin Schlopman to get the start on that offensive line unit, uh, filling in for Bradbury. But then also Marcus Davenport still dealing with that ankle. Listen, we're going to need to get him back and ready to go because him and Daniel Hunter could actually cause problems for Jalen Hurts in this Eagles offense, which we'll dive into here in the later half of today's show. But this one. Christian Derisaw, I fully expect him to go. He was limited uh, on two, or at Monday's practice, so we'll see how he does today, Tuesday at practice. But if he weren't or won't be able to go, that could be a huge loss because the Eagles D-line, I mean, for the past many, many years, they've always been able to get after the quarterback. And if you don't have your franchise left tackle, I would be incredibly concerned. But I want to stay on the offensive line here and get your confidence level because I thought the Vikings offensive line – I thought they were okay against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ed Ingram obviously really, really struggled. So we're going to need to see him, you know, listen, he's going to have his hands full with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter there on that defensive line for Philly. But let me know, what is your confidence level in the Vikings offensive line? Scale it for me, 1 through 10. Now, be before we dive into this little Eagles-Vikings preview here, I must say, Eagles week is personal for me. Um, mainly just because of the fact that that NFC championship game following the Minneapolis miracle, the Vikings went into Philadelphia as five and a half point favorites. And it was Nick Foles and the boys versus our team led by Case Keenum. And the Vikings first drive of the game went down 7-0, touched down the Kyle Rudolph on the left side of the field. And I'm sitting there thinking in my basement, I'm watching it with my dad and my mom. And I'm like, the Vikings are going to the freaking Super Bowl. We are going to host a Super Bowl and play Tom Brady. That didn't happen. The Eagles scored 38 unanswered points and absolutely just crushed my hopes and dreams 
So anytime I see Philly, it's just a little extra juice, a little extra pep in my step on Eagles week. I'm getting fired up just talking about it. But it's also personal for Justin Jefferson. Number 18, um, his worst game of his NFL career came last, last year on Monday Night Football. And the best tape out of any corner, out of any game last season, was Darius Slay and the number he did on Justin Jefferson. He had this sweet pick when Kirk underthrew that little fade route to him in the end zone. But listen, I know Justin Jefferson. I know he's dying to get back out there. He just went for 150 yards against the Buccaneers. I bet you Jefferson's trying to go for 200 this week. It's personal for him. It's personal for me. And I know it's personal for you guys. I'm just fired up for this game. But this is a big-time matchup. Darius Slay, Justin Jefferson, two of the best at their respective positions. Let me know who you guys think is going to win this matchup. I swear I better see only 18s in the comment section right now. All right, only 18s. But if you think Darius Slay is going to win, give me a two. And if you think Justin Jefferson is going to win this matchup between two of the NFL's best, let me know and type those 18s down below. We got more on our Minnesota Vikings-Philadelphia Eagles preview for that Thursday night matchup just here in a second. But I do want to give a huge shout-out to our newest sponsor here on Vikings now, Game Time. If you guys are planning to go into any sporting event, live concert, whatever it may be, and you got to buy a ticket for it, you guys got to do it through Game Time. And if you guys use the code VIKINGSCHAT, you guys will get $20 off your purchase. Listen, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful at all. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near, near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun you will have. Listen, the Vikings got Justin Herbert and the boys coming to town week three. And if you guys want to go to that game, hey, use Game Time and make sure you guys use the promo code Vikings chat and get $20 off. You know, this Vikings season, there are a lot of good quarterbacks coming to U.S. Bank Stadium. We got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the reigning Super Bowl champions, coming to U.S. Bank during week five. You guys got to take advantage of it. It's a great deal, and game time, it's super easy to use. You guys can literally see where you are going to be sitting when you are buying the ticket on the app. I think it's a great touch that game time offers, you know, for their users. So, again, use that promo code right there, Vikings chat, and you guys will get $20 off your purchase. You guys can buy whatever you want. Vikings tickets, Twins tickets with them making their playoff run here with the MLB playoffs just around the corner. So make sure you guys download Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Vikings chat for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Vikings chat for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now, I do want to bring in Mr. Jake Chipper here, diehard Eagles fan. He actually produced one of our uh, watch parties here on Vikings now during the season. But he was watching the Eagles-Patriots game, and I thought it would be a good insight to kind of get him to explain everything that went down during the Eagles-Patriots matchup, which actually was a lot closer than most people thought. And Chip, the first takeaway that you and uh, Chase Sr. had was Jalen Hurts struggled. Yeah, it was rough, uh, particularly early on. And throughout the game, he missed a lot of throws, and he missed a lot of reads as well. He had Dallas Goddard open a few times, who actually yeah. Dallas Goddard finished with zero catches in the day. Really? So th there were a few times where he missed open receivers. You know, he, he just couldn't get a lot going. But in large part, that was because the O-line 
was not good. Yeah, and you told me that Lane Johnson gave up a sack for the first time in three years against the New England Patriots. And we know the Eagles offensive line, that's like the backbone of their franchise, Chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was rough to see. A lot of the Eagles offensive linemen, really outside of um, Jason Kelsey, did not play well, as you said. Lane yeah. Johnson giving up his first sack in years. And really early on, especially, Jalen Hurts was running for his life. Yeah. So it was, it was just tough. It was tough. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Eagles offensive line, I expect them to be ready and go, or ready to go, obviously, Thursday night. But it's this guy that concerns me the most, Chip, Jalen Carter. How you guys got him in the first round of this year's draft still concerns me, but Jalen Carter apparently had an unreal day for the Eagles against oh, the Patriots. Man. He was unbelievable. He got a huge sack late in the game when yep. the, the Patriots were trying to mount that comeback late down 25-20, and really the whole game, run defense, pass defense, he was so disruptive every bit the player that Eagles fans were hoping he would be coming yep. out of the steal the draft. Yeah, and the dude he was playing next to, Jordan Davis. I mean, having those two kind of man the interior of your defensive line, that's why it's a big concern for me, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but the Vikings interior offensive line versus this Eagles defensive line, the Eagles are probably looking at it. If we have any matchup we can exploit, I'm sure you would agree it would probably be, be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the interior of that Vikings offensive line, Definitely worrisome. Yep. And with the big guys they have in the middle, even if Fletcher Cox does not play, yeah. you have depth there, right? Jalen Carter, as we said, Jordan Davis yep. showed a lot in pass rush yesterday that I think a lot of people didn't quite know he had. And yeah. he also played late in the game and showed off that he can be a player that can play late in these games. Obviously, a concern for him coming out was would he be able – to have, you know, at such a big size, that stamina late in the game, he showed he was able to do it yesterday. That's a good point. Against the Patriots. Yeah, no, yeah, that is a very good point, yeah. But the Eagles overall, I mean, this game came down to it. Obviously, Jake Elliott, uh, he was good. You know, it's always nice to have a good kicker there. But this was Chip's takeaways versus the New England Patriots. Jalen Hurts didn't really look as good as he did, obviously, last year when, uh, you know, he absolutely balled out all of last year. But their offensive line struggled a little bit, bit against New England. Maybe Brian Flores can tap into that as well and cause some issues, but then it's those two, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis Chip. Those are the guys that I'm extremely concerned about, obviously heading into this matchup. But let's dive into it. What the watch for versus the Philadelphia Eagles from the Vikings side and just everything I'm going to be looking forward to watching. I think these are going to be a lot of key, key matchups. You know, we've already talked about Jefferson versus Darius Slay. That's going to be a big time matchup. Can Justin Jefferson get that revenge on him? But like Chip and I were just saying, this is what I'm watching for, number one. The Vikings' interior offensive line versus the Eagles' D-line. This is almost where the Vikings are going into this matchup saying, we just can't get our ass kicked. We just can't get our asses handed to us against this unit. And the guy I'm looking at right now is Ed Ingram, the Vikings' right guard. He was awful against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. And he was terrible the year before. He's going to have his hands full because, I mean, man, you look at this Eagles' defensive line unit. I mean, that big five you see on your screen right now of Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Kalen Carter, and Josh Sweat. I mean, that's insane that they're going to be running those guys out there. So that is my biggest concern is the Vikings interior versus Eagles D-line unit. I mean, you got some big boys. I mean, just the fact you go Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, absolutely ridiculous. But second thing I'm watching for, the narrative. You know, I hate bringing this up every time, but we got to talk about it. It's the Kirk Cousins primetime narrative. Because last year during the playoffs, Kirk, or d- during the Eagles game on Monday night, Kirk really struggled. He had three interceptions. He's coming off a three-turnover uh, turnover game. Kirk's going to need to take care of this football. You're not going to be able to go in the field and get a win if you lose the turnover battle. 
Kirk, take care of the football. You're a good quarterback. Pretend you're playing Sunday at noon, even though you're going to go to a hostile environment in Philadelphia. This is another matchup I'm very curious to see what happens. So, uh, like I was saying, James Bradbury most likely won't play with his concussion. So, Josh Job, uh, he's the Eagles, going to be second corner, and he's going to be matched up with Jordan Addison. And Jordan Addison in week one, I think he really lived up to the hype and the expectations we had. Um, you know, four receptions, 61 yards. He had that sweet little deep post on third and 11 where Kirk Cousins threw him an absolute dot right in the bread basket, and he looked good. I think Jordan Addison lived up to the hype. Super smooth, silky route runner. But if they were going to give all the attention to Justin Jefferson, where they're giving, you know, slay and a safety or whatever it may be, and Addison's got one-on-one -on -one against Josh Job, I think Addison could be sitting on a very big day, and maybe they say, screw it. Low leave slay and Jefferson. You guys go do your thing one-on-one -on -one over there. Maybe they give this safety help to Josh Job guarding Jordan, guarding Jordan Addison. We're all going to have to wait and see. But another dude that I think could be having a big game, and he's going to need to because he is the highest-paid tight end in the NFL. I'll say that again, because when I watch TJ Hawkinson, he doesn't play like the highest paid tight end in the NFL. TJ, you are. You got paid. Go earn it. Because if you have this stat line again where you're going eight receptions for 35 yards, it's just not going to get it done. It's not going to cut it for this Vikings team. And the Eagles, they're very susceptible to tight ends over the middle, especially up those scenes. You know, if there's any weak spot on this Eagles roster, it's probably at that linebacker position. Let's have TJ Hawkinson make them feel their kind of, uh, you know, their weaknesses and put the pressure on them. I think Hawk could be sitting on a big game. He's going to need to because I, I swear he's the highest paid tight end in the league. You got to go play like it. Go for 100. Go for two touchdowns. Whatever it may be, Hawk, get it done. Number five, is this a must-win game? Um, listen, I, I'm not saying it's for sure a must-win game because obviously anything can happen, but I do want to share this interesting stat. So it's not including the 2022 season. This is going back to all the years before that. But obviously the Vikings are 0-1 right now. And since the merger in 1970, there have been 400 teams to start the NFL season with a record of 0-2. Of those 400, only 38 have reached the playoffs. So pretty much if you start 0-2, it's going to be tough. And listen, the Vikings schedule doesn't get much easier here. Like just this short first five weeks here, the Vikings would be lucky to start 3-2. and two. Like if the Vikings could somehow win three of their next four games and go 3-2 and two in this stretch, I'd be happy. But you're in Philly. That's going to be a tough game. Let's just say, you know, Vegas has the Vikings as a seven-point underdog. Let's just say they lose. Chargers come into town next week. That's Justin Herbert. Then you go to Carolina. Obviously, Carolina's not that good of a football team this year, but anytime you're going on the road in the NFL, tough place to win. And plus, like, the sense of urgency and the pressure would be on the Vikes. Then you got Mahomes and the boys coming to town week five. I'm not saying it's for sure a must-must win, but the Vikings want to make the playoffs this year. They're going to have to shock the world and beat the Eagles on Thursday night. But I'll ask you guys, do you guys think it's a must-win game Vikings-Eagles, Thursday night football, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a star-studded event. Let me know. Is it a must-win game? Type Y for yes or type N for no. And, guys, we are going to be live on the channel 45 minutes before kickoff. Thursday night, Vikings-Eagles. Only a couple more sleeps until we get there. I'm already itching to get after it. Shout out to Chip for hopping on, breaking down the Eagles-Pats game uh, from last week. He did a great job doing that. So, Again, hit that subscribe button, lock us in. We'll be your go-to Vikings YouTube channel all year long. Skull Vikes.